With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Hey there, how are you? Good morning. Welcome to Ag Life. Andy Peterson is my name, sitting in the big chair here, at least to start the program. Bob Quinn will be along after a bit as well as we uh, kind of tag team things today, assignments um, in hand, of course. And uh, things continue to be busy, really. That never changes, but that's okay too. Um, it's so much fun to get here and uh, sit with you as long as I can each and every morning. Uh, this hour goes by so much faster when uh, I get to sit in this chair and uh, hang out with you full of entertainment, of course, uh, information as well. And, uh, of course, our daily reports coming your way as well with our friends at the Fruit and Nut Report, also California Ag Today, as we usually do, and much, much more. So let's get started here. A lot of news out there pass along this morning, including this, the Department of Agriculture's Office of the Inspector General initiating an audit of USDA actions that may have contributed to the spread of COVID-19 in meat processing facilities. The USDA OIG initiated the audit in response to Senator Michael Bennett's request, a Colorado Democrat who asked for an investigation last August. Bennett says infection rates early in the pandemic at meat processing plants raised, quote, serious questions about any federal actions that may have contributed to the spread of the virus. The investigation will address Bennett's specific concerns in his August letter, including inquiries into USDA actions. Following the executive order that invoked the Defense Production Act, USDA will also review department actions taken to communicate the federal government's authority standards and expectations with state departments of health and USDA actions to ensure inspectors' health and safety and protocols in response to COVID-19 positive tests at meat processing facilities so that is uh, ongoing we have to of course remember a couple of things in order to keep things in proper context and perspective about uh, those moments one we're talking about unprecedented um, at least in our lifetimes uh, shutdowns right in response to this and two that you can't just shut down the food supply system without serious ramifications as far as the um, availability of food goes and uh, you know we already had plenty of instances where people walked into grocery stores and the shelves were empty can you imagine if the supply would have stopped coming out of the packing plants completely um, just as far as the availability of a safe secure and reliable food supply not to mention the further ramifications uh, that would have happened back on farms as animals of course uh, continue to be moved the supply chain is based on the premise that things will move each and every day and there's just not room for any type of disruption or backups to take place so we'll continue to follow this very very closely right here on ag life <laughs> 
This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning on Ag Life. Friends, we start off looking at exports and some problems in the export chain. Joe Sheely has our story. In this U.S. Meat Export Federation report, President and CEO Dan Hallstrom discusses the latest red meat export data released by USDA. January stats on beef, solid month, steady with a year ago on the muscle cuts. Probably the two markets that stand out, one is China and the other one is Korea. We're on our fourth wave now in Korea, coronavirus spikes. But I think overall, there's some momentum building up on the food service side. But make no mistake, the real driver here is retail. There's some genuine sustained growth going on in China. This is a demand segment that really hasn't had a lot of high quality grain fed beef. And I think it's a testament to the phase one China agreement. We're starting to see the results right now. Over the course of the last six or seven months, we're starting to see additional establishments jump in. And this is definitely adding to the increased supply chain availability of U.S. beef for China. January on the pork side came in pretty much like we thought it would. The volume is down 9%, 249,000 tons, but that's mainly because of China. We knew China would be down. The really good news here is we're seeing some pretty broad-based growth across other countries. Japan stands out. Central America coming off a record year is also looking very strong. And the Philippines had a volume that was almost double of a year ago. While optimistic about the year ahead, Hallstrom added a note of caution about labor and logistical challenges. We're still struggling on variety meat capture rates at some of the plants. We're still struggling with specifications that require additional labor for the export market. Another associated issue is, of course, the logistics as it relates to the ports, especially the West Coast ports. Lack of labor to get these vessels out quickly. We have vessels backed up on the West Coast to offload and seeing a shortage of containers to go from the West Coast back to the Asian markets. For the U.S. Meat Export Federation, I'm Joe Sheely. Friends, Commodity Classic wrapped up last weekend. John Deere announced some major updates to its Series 9 tractors at that meeting. Michael Clements has a report. Ryan Jardin of John Deere says the updates are all about giving farmers more efficient operations. The updated 9 Series lineup includes wheeled 9R tractors, 2-track 9RT tractors, and four-track 9RX tractors. And all these have in mind helping our customers to cover more acres in less time, with greater accuracy, quality, and of course, reducing operating costs. They all have an updated cab that's more comfortable for running longer days if they desire. Articulated models feature more horsepower to help farmers cover more farm ground. These new tractors, the articulated models feature 20 more horsepower over their predecessors. We beefed up the drivetrains and the chassis of these tractors to help handle this extra power and also to help them hug the ground even more. We have added more ballast to these tractors. The more horsepower comes from a new design John Deere Powertech 13.6 liter diesel engine available in select 9 series tractors. Farmers are really going to like the low end torque and lugging ability if you will. It's also a lot quieter than previous models and easier to perform maintenance on and also less maintenance over the lifetime of the engine too. That new 13.6 liter engine is available on the 390 to 590 horsepower tractors. And then the two largest models, the 640 horsepower 9R and 9RX are powered by a Cummins 15 liter engine. John Deere has also added a great deal of integrated technology in these machines to help producers. All of our large tractors come from the factory with JD Link connectivity. They've all got a integrated Starfire 
6000 GPS receiver. They all have a Generation 4 command center display, and they all come factory equipped with AutoTrack guidance. These technologies enable the operator to do things like reduce overlap, minimize inputs. Farmers spend a lot of time in the tractor cab when they're working. Jarden says the new 9 Series cab includes several comfort features to keep farmers in the fields all day long. We really looked at making our 9 Series tractors the most comfortable in the industry. That really started with a lot of automotive inspiration. Specifically for the 9 Series, we're talking things like new, more comfortable, vented, massaging seats with plenty of adjustability. The cab itself is bigger. These cabs also have a bigger refrigerator for when you're running long days away from home and more storage inside the cab. And then finally, the things like plugging in a USB or 110 volt outlets, we've got endless device power connections. Learn more about the new 9 Series tractors at JohnDeere.com or at your local John Deere dealer. Michael Clements reporting. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. The importance of dairy research. Our focus today on our Wellness Wednesday with Wisconsin dairy farmer Mitch Bruinick, who chairs the advisory committee of the Dairy Innovation Hub, where research is being done at three Wisconsin universities. He says more research is needed to keep the dairy industry going. From W.D. Hoard to Louis Pasteur, all the way up, you know, research has been the, the basis of the dairy industry. And if we don't have that research 20 years from now, we're not going to be moving forward as an industry. And so we advocated for it. We got some really good support from the uh, legislature. And actually, there was a dairy summit that was held two years ago. And we were kind of really in a crisis in Wisconsin. There was a bunch of people losing their milk markets. And we needed to look at doing things differently. And so the number one priority out of the dairy task force was the Dairy Innovation Hub. And so that really helped sort of move it forward and sort of get us to where we are today. That's Wisconsin dairy farmer Mitch Breunig, who owns Mystic Valley Dairy. He said on a recent PDPW dairy signal that everyone wins when dairy is promoted effectively. When we talk about dairy products, I think dairy is really looking for their ethanol. We're looking for that next use for dairy. And, you know, what what's that going to be? We're not quite sure, but we, we need to find a new product that, you know, maybe it's a super health food. Maybe it's it's something that we just don't know quite what that is. But we're, we're reaching, you know, we're, we're, we have some tremendous people working on that and trying to find that product for us. You know, maybe it's going to be the next great technology to process our manure and turn it into something that, you know, is usable to, I was, I was actually just reading something the other day where a farm in Texas is pelletizing their manure and their hope is to not have lagoons. Like that is amazingly cutting edge and would just be a game changer for the state of Wisconsin. It would improve water quality. It would, I mean, it would just be a game changer. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that we need to, to look at and have the research behind it to say, yeah, this, this really is a, a great technology. We've, we've kind of looked at all the angles and now it's something we can push out to the public. I just had this conversation with my father-in-law last night. We, we were talking about the girls' basketball tournament this last weekend, and I think the dairy farmers of Wisconsin have done some really good ads promoting milk. They've kind of changed the way they're doing it. I see them, and I just smile because I think they're amazing. And as we talked about it, he said, you know, I think we really need to promote dairy foods as the good things they provide for health 
and maybe some of those commercials need to really promote that. You know, it's a good source of protein. And sort of just build on that ability to have that audience that has the, they're watching sports, they're athletic people, you know, get them to understand that chocolate milk is a really good recovery drink. And, oh, by the way, here's the research that says why. I mean, you know, if we can do that with our dairy hub dollars, I think everybody wins. We're learning about how dairy and dairy products affect your diet. Can we help people be healthier? And then, you know, we talk about climate change being a big thing coming down the road. You know, the cows are already one of the good things for the environment. And if we can not only show that, that it it really is, you know, cows are not affecting climate change and really show that it's going to help everyone see that, you know, maybe we have to look in other directions if we're going to work on climate change because cows reducing their carbon footprint isn't going to change it a lot. So I, I think those are a couple issues. And as we look at what the Dairy Hub is starting to do and just starting to do, you know, research is a long-term investment. But as we look at what they're starting to do, 10 years from now, we're all going to look back and say, wow, what a great investment the state made to look at this research because we have this and we have this and we do this differently and this is better and we've got this new product. And it, it's just, it's going to snowball on itself and it just, it had to start somewhere, and so I'm just really excited about 10 years from now, we're all going to look back and go, wow, what a great thing we had here. That's Wisconsin dairy farmer Mitch Breunig, owner of Mystic Valley Dairy, and he's also chair of the advisory committee of the Dairy Innovation Hub. More details at dairyinnovationhub.wisc.edu. And again, you can hear those comments in its entirety at pdpw.org on the Dairy Signal webcast. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. Today we go to Ag Headlines. What are the top stories? Find out after this. Where your forage sorghum is concerned, you'd never settle for second best, and you shouldn't. That's why Alta Seeds is proud to introduce Empire Premier Forages, the line of world-class hybrids that consistently outperform in field and in feed. Built on industry-leading genetics, Empire Seed is curated to give you the highest crop quality, efficiency, and tonnage. Discover exceptional year-after-year performance. Visit empyrforages.com today. In the headlines, both the House and Senate Agriculture Committees holding hearings this week on Thursday. Now for the House, it's their second hearing of the 117th Congress. It's focused on food insecurity. And their first hearing was on climate change. That's what the Senate will be holding their first true hearing on come Thursday. 2021 could see more acres planted to soybeans than corn. In the U.S., that's based upon the latest new spring crop insurance prices announced by USDA's Risk Management Agency, or RMA. Now, both are at their highest levels in at least eight years, while cotton sits at its highest level, 83 cents, since 2013. U.S. Trade Representative, or USTR, submitting to Congress last week the Biden administration's trade policy and priorities for 2021. It leaves agriculture, though, with more questions than answers. According to Politico, the report failed to address specific concerns with other trading partners 
and the status of negotiations with the UK and Kenya. With another Ag News update, I'm Tony St. James. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. American Cattle News. How will the cattle industry respond to higher grain prices? More after this. Where your forage sorghum is concerned, you'd never settle for second best, and you shouldn't. That's why Alta Seeds is proud to introduce Empire Premier Forages, the line of world-class hybrids that consistently outperform in field and in feed. Built on industry-leading genetics, Empire Seed is curated to give you the highest crop quality, efficiency, and tonnage. Discover exceptional year-after-year performance. Visit empyrforages.com today. How do we respond to higher prices? What's the expectation? We turn to Dr. David Anderson. He's a livestock economist with Texas A&M in College Station. One of the things I would expect to see because of these high prices, certainly large numbers of acres planted this year, uh, and then we'll be depending on just plain how the crop develops. I think USDA's first projection of of uh, corn planted acres was about 92 million acres that they, that came out last week at their outlook conference uh but certainly uh more acres than the year before planted and we'll see how it develops but certainly this is pressing down kind of dragging on our calf prices and and i thought i would also show uh soybean meal if i think about a you know corn and soybean meal kind of an energy and protein feed complex both of both of those ingredients are certainly uh, well above where we were a year ago and so in terms of thinking about uh, feedlot cost of gains things like that really you know who's buying our calves eventually are feeders and and so the higher feed costs are the lower our calf prices are and so both of those you know the drought and feed costs are really working against us in terms of, of the of the cattle market uh so far this year and then we're gonna we're gonna see where that goes later in the year but certainly you know if i took a 92 94 million acres of corn some trend yields that's a very large crop and and probably speaks to some lower prices and some help to calf prices this fall uh, simply because of larger supplies and, and some lower prices of feed. Dr. David Anderson, I'm Tony St. James, American Cattle News. What does reinforced mean to grapes? It means forcing pests out with all over protection from mealy bugs and nematodes to help vineyards grow their strongest. And that's exactly the kind of support grapes get from Movedo Insecticide. With its unique two-way movement that works up through the shoot and down to the roots, Movedo protects grapes from above and below ground pests to help improve root health and crop quality. So talk to your local retailer about Movedo or visit us online at movedo.us to learn more. Always read and follow label directions. 
Everyone loves The Office. Admit it. You wish you had a Dundee. Instead, you have this. The Office Deep Dive Podcast, hosted by Brian Baumgartner, a.k.a. Kevin from The Office. Every week in this new hilarious podcast, Brian sits down with one of his old friends from The Office as they discuss their favorite moments on set and never-before-told stories. Your kids watch that? Never. No, come on. They've never watched it. Listen to The Office Deep Dive on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Big rigs and tractors in this valley get worked. So radiators get fixed quick or people lose money. Commercial Radiator gets that. So for almost 40 years, companies like MV Transportation, Fresno Equipment, Pape Trucks, and more depend on the pros at Commercial Radiator. Remember, at about 175,000 miles, your diesel particulate filter needs to be cleaned. It only takes about 24 hours hours then you're good commercial radiator just off the 41 between north and central on elm 233 0006 finding great candidates to hire can be like well trying to find a needle in a haystack sure you can post your job to some job board but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com trial ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. A company in Tulare, California, has equipment that will shake trees and reduce dust. They're in the process. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. It's all part of the Almond Board of California's goal of reducing dust by 50% by 2025. Scott Herman is with Toll Inc. in Tulare, who manufactures the equipment. But the long-term goal of the Almond Board of California is to eventually move to an off-ground harvest, meaning the nut never hits the ground. And right now, the Twin D shakers, are, they're ready to do at this moment in their current configuration, we simply remove the conveyor and the framework that generates the windrow, and we can attach a bolt cart or bins to the back of the machine and put them in that and, and haul them off right out of the orchard right from the beginning. And it's really better than that, according to Herman. Not only can we help meet the goal today, but I think we're also very prepared for the future direction that the almond industry is going. And even another benefit, according to Herman, is right now, if a grower has both pistachios and almonds, they're are using two separate types of shakers to harvest those nuts. Uh, the twin D to do both the almonds and the pistachios. And we can also go in and we can shake in walnuts. We can do prunes as well and pecans, depending on the tree size and age. So just a lot of added benefits in addition to just reducing the dust. And I think one of the best things is that through the elimination of the sweeping, we can reduce the grower's cost to harvest by approximately 30%. So I think it's a win-win. Nematodes are the invisible threat to tree nut orchards, which can cause yield losses of up to 50% annually. Protect your crops from nematode damage with Bellum One, a wide-spectrum nematicide that can be conveniently applied in season through chemigation, and you could increase your profits up to $475 per acre. With Vellum One, what's under your crop is under your control. 
Learn more at vellumone.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the Tree Nut Report. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Power Talk, an iHeartRadio station. When you're running a business, you don't have time to worry about slow internet or confusing cybersecurity. So get fast, reliable internet from Comcast Business on the network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. You can add the advanced security of Comcast Business Security Edge to help eliminate threats. And enjoy the peace of mind that comes with knowing 24-7 support is just a phone call away. Get fast internet and advanced security made simple so you can bounce forward with Comcast Business. Get started with a great offer starting at just $64.90 a month for 12 months for two years. And ask how you can add Comcast Business Security Edge. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card when you upgrade. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Prepaid card offer ends 321-21. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only with 35 megabits per second service and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees are extra and subject to change. Security Edge available when added to Comcast Business Internet for additional monthly charge. Call for details. America never stops. Thanks to the financial support of Farm Credit, neither do the farmers and ranchers who call her home. Since the beginning, we've been helping rural America show the world what hard work can achieve. But the job is far from over. And as rural America grows further, we'll be there. Just as we have for 100 years. Learn more at farmcredit100.com. Westside Equipment Company, the leading manufacturer in tomato harvesting equipment for over 20 years, is now your source for pistachio harvesting equipment. Providing the same quality and reliability, our pistachio machines are built locally in Madeira and come with unrivaled service by the same technicians who build them. With 24-7 parts and service, we make sure your time is never wasted. Call today to schedule your free in-season harvest demo and experience what sets our equipment apart. Westside Equipment Company, 559-474-5060. Just about the time Best Concrete Blocks makes hundreds of new 5-foot cement blocks. These are the ones used to build retaining, dividing, or security walls. COVID-19 strikes and phones stop ringing. But this is actually good news for anybody looking for an inexpensive alternative to chain link or wood fencing or creating a loading dock or really any type of barrier. These blocks are stackable and for a limited time, they're 25% off. Call Best Concrete Blocks at 288-7902. That's 288-7902. Heinz Hospice provides comfort, care, and support, adding quality of life to the natural end-of-life journey. Heinz Hospice has a professional and caring staff that are devoted to helping those living with a terminal condition, their caregivers, and to those who have lost loved ones. There's a skilled nursing team of volunteers to help those in our community suffering from loss. Call 226-5683 for more information. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. This Ag Life Report, sponsored by Commercial Radiator. Always ready to pick up, repair, and deliver. 
This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, we're going to talk some biofuels here. Andy Peterson back with you on Ag Life again today. And of course, in many parts of the country now, they can buy uh, uh, gasoline blended with 15% ethanol and a big milestone when it comes to the number of miles driven on this homegrown efficient and emissions friendly fuel chad smith is here this morning with more details on the celebration and yet the excitement around putting it in the rearview mirror in a big hurry good morning chad emily score is the ceo of growth energy and she says the biofuel sector is hitting the ground running in 2021 the retail market has hit a major new milestone 20 billion miles driven on E15. And this is a testament to the continued success of E15 at the pump. This past year, even as the nation grappled with the pandemic and drivers stayed home and stayed parked under stay-at-home orders in most states throughout the nation, the number of retail sites offering E15 actually grew by 10%, bringing the fuel to more than 2,300 stations across 30 states. And major retailers like Casey's, Thornton's, Quick Trip, and Family Express, they've all embraced the opportunity to offer an increasingly popular option that lends a competitive edge to any location. Most importantly, American drivers are showing they will keep coming back for a fuel that not only holds down costs, but also protects our air and our climate. Score says recent shifts in the retail environment are benefiting E15 sales. In addition to retailers, major distributors are getting into the game too. We've got nearly 220 terminals and a large number of major suppliers offering pre-blended E15 so that smaller and mid-sized operators no longer have to blend on site. This reduces the barrier to entry for them. Most recently, one major distributor, Magellan, announced E15 would be offered as a house recipe, which means lower costs and higher returns for our retail partners. It's great news. Opening new markets up to E15 is always at the heart of Growth Energy's mission. To match the growing demand, we are expanding as well. We're welcoming new regional directors to help grow E15's footprint, educate new retailers and assist with the adoption of the low-cost, low-carbon fuel choice. Thanks to this kind of support, our retail partners sell between 2.2 to 2.5 million fuel gallons per year, over 200% more than the average retailer. We're also working closely with the Environmental Protection Agency to lift onerous labeling requirements on E15 and limits on the use of existing infrastructure to hire blends. We want to ensure that retailers have the freedom they need and the flexibility to fully unleash the power of year-round E15. I urge you listeners to sign up, make your voice heard on E15 labeling by going to growthenergy.org backslash act. And best of all, the transition to nationwide sales promises to slash greenhouse gas emissions by 17.62 million tons per year. That's the equivalent of removing about 3.85 million vehicles from the road. All of that just by moving our national fuel from an E10 to an E15 blend. SCORE says there are major market-moving developments on the horizon, especially when it comes to infrastructure. We've already helped secure over $32 million in grants for updated retail infrastructure at nearly 300 retail sites under the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Higher Blend Infrastructure Incentive Program. At the same time, retailers like Casey's General Store are raising the bar for the competition by making unleaded 88, that's E15, the new standard option at more and more locations. A simple switch that promises to set a new trend across major markets. Thanks to these and other developments, 2021 really is shaping up to be a game changer for America's biofuel sector. The demand curve continues 
continues to trend upwards with motorists logging more miles on E15 faster than ever. So while we're celebrating 20 billion miles on E15 today, it's a milestone we look forward to putting in the rearview mirror at a record pace. Again, Emily Score is the CEO of Growth Energy. Chad Smith reporting. Yeah, absolutely. It is incredible to uh, think about the difficulty that the biofuel sector has uh, undergone. Of course, uh, any energy, I guess, uh, product probably in about the same boat, but also that uh, when it's made available, despite all of the um, circumstances in a lot of cases being stacked against it, uh, certainly the uh, the vertical integration in the gasoline industry is uh, a big challenge when it comes to uh, biofuels breaking through, and yet they are able to do that. I know sometimes it requires some tactics maybe that um, we're less than comfortable with that debate going on in several different states, actually, about uh, uh, in, in several biofuels producing states about whether to mandate it or not and uh, you know whether we ought to do it in a little different way but the point is bottom line is once the consumer gets access to it hence e15 they want more and more of it they buy more and more of it so it's certainly popular and in demand talking about biofuels here today on ag life with california ag today i'm tim hammerich For all of the effort that goes into producing our nation's food, still as much as 50% of all food ends up getting thrown away. Most of this waste isn't recycled, but instead takes up more than 20% of America's landfill volume. Researchers at the University of California, Riverside, have discovered that certain types of fermented food waste can be used as an effective fertilizer. Microbiologist Deborah Pagliaccia says the benefits go beyond just that of composting. It is a very specific uh, fermentation process called Bokashi fermentation. They inoculate bacteria into food waste or uh, beer mash that have been uh, homogenized, and then it's fermented under anaerobic conditions. So that's the big difference. Composting is done usually in aerobic, so with oxygen, while anaerobic condition, which is this Bokashi, it's anaerobic. So the greenhouse gas emission and the carbon footprint, it's reduced a lot compared to uh, aerobic fermentation. Pagliaccio's results were recently described in a paper published in the journal Frontiers in Sustainable Food Systems. It suggests using food waste byproducts in agriculture is beneficial and could complement the use of synthetic chemical additives by farmers. You work hard to care for your citrus orchard. With Savanto Prime Insecticide from Bayer as part of your integrated pest management plan, you can ensure it's getting the right pest protection. Savanto Prime has long-lasting performance that targets Asian citrus psyllid, which is a primary vector of the HLB disease, Citricola scale, thrips, and other damaging citrus pests. Your citrus orchard is an investment. Keep it protected and maintain the quality your customers expect. Learn more at SavantoPrime.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Grape growers, you can't eliminate bloom diseases like powdery mildew and botrytis, but you can outsmart them. The Luna family of fungicides from Bayer provides you with two well-proven, high-performing formulations. Both offer multiple built-in modes of action for effective resistance management, and their different composition offers rotational flexibility for an enhanced IPM program. So give your wine grapes the protection they need through the season and for years to come. Learn more at lunagrapegameplan.com. Always read and follow label instructions. This has been your California Ag Today report. I'm Tim Hamrich. For more information, visit aginfo.net. 
Jason Pugh, Energy Concepts. I can't imagine for a year and a half having no payment for my power bill. Yet here we are talking about that very thing. (laughs) How are you going to do it? We purchase a heavy load of cash inventory and get a great deal on some SunPower product. Now, are these the old panels you got hanging around back you just want to get rid of? Absolutely not. These are the same SunPower branded panels with a 25-year warranty on all the panels the racks, and the microinverters. It's a bumper-to-bumper solution, and it simply can't be beat. And then we leverage that. We pass it on to the customers. We couple it with the best finance solutions available in the solar space. So for a limited time with limited stock, I can do up to 18 months, zero payments on your solar system. You're literally saving all your money. No more power bill for a year and a half. And then when the payments do start, they're way lower than what you pay the utility company now. I don't understand why you would not call 485-2504 or go online to 559solar.com. Energy Concepts is the highest rated SunPower elite dealer in the Valley. So, Gene, what would you say if I was thinking about adding biological inputs to my conventional product program? As your crop advisor, I'd say that was a smart move, Will. As your friend, I'd say the same thing, but I'd add, you should ask your crop advisor who he recommends for biological products delivering improved soil fertility, crop yields, and quality. Because there's one name that's head and shoulders above the rest for increased yields and profitability. I'm listening. Andaman Ag, the biological products experts. Andaman Ag is your trusted source for tried and tested biological crop inputs, including the full line of Ferdum brand products. Made from four different types of mineral-rich seaweed from the Patagonian Pacific Ocean, Ferdum products have undergone extensive research and testing by scientists, universities, and growers worldwide. From silicon PK seaweed extract with silicon to a biofertilizer seaweed extract providing a combination of benefits, Ferdum products yield healthy crops safely and profitably. Learn more at andaman-ag.com or call 415-785-7325 to locate an ag dealer near you. LampyDodge.com. It's Ram Truck Month at Lampy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Visalia. Right now, save big. Big on every new 2021 Ram 1500 Laramie in stock. You get the Lampy discount of $5,500, $4,000 in rebates, and $500 when you finance through Chrysler Capital to save $10,000 off MSRP. Plus government fees and taxes, any finance charges, any dealer document processing charge, any electronic filing charge, and any emission testing charge. Save 10K on every new 2021 Ram 1500 Laramie in stock. Plus, you get the Lampy Lifetime Limited Warranty. Full details and inventory at LampyDodge.com. The best deal on your new Ram truck is practically in your backyard and always online at LampyDodge.com. Lampy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, just off the 198, across from the airport in Visalia. Visit LampyDodge.com. That's L-A-M-P-E, Dodge.com. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news on Ag Life this morning. Friends, a feature report on some innovative entrepreneurs making new food and drink products from materials that up to now have been considered waste. Gary Crawford has our report. You've probably heard about the massive problem of food waste in this country. Agriculture Department scientist Dr. Tara McHugh says every year we have 52 million tons of food that ends up in the landfill and another 10 
10 million tons that's discarded or left unharvested on farms. Or it's the stuff left over in the food production process, which some call waste, but there are some who might disagree with that. It's gold. It's not waste. It's gold. Our whole business is about, I guess, turning trash into treasure in a way. Coming up, we'll meet two entrepreneurs who are literally making valuable products out of what most of us think of as trash. Yes, it's another trashy edition of Agriculture USA. I'm Gary Croft. It's all about food. Food! That's my favorite dish. Uh-huh. Classic cartoon character, Woody Woodpecker. He would eat everything on his plate and the plate, too, for that matter. Unlike many of us who fill our plates, eat half, dump the rest. But that's not the kind of food waste that we're talking about today, but rather this kind. When we go to the grocery store and we buy cut carrots or carrot sticks, for example, what happened to the rest of the carrot, the tops, the bottoms? Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny, you know about that. Yeah, that's right. The pile that we see outside your rabbit hole, most of us would consider that as basically worthless waste. That's what they call me. However, some people have a different take on so-called food waste. It's gold. It's not waste. It's gold. And that's one of the people involved in turning it into gold, Timothy Childs, founder of a central Francisco company called Treasure 8. Part of its mission? To power the conversion of food waste into nutrition. And get it out there to people who need it. His company takes new food dehydration and freeze drying technology, high tech stuff developed by U.S. Department of Agriculture researchers and develops it for various commercial uses. He says this technology, revolutionary. We're able to freeze dry things with 80% less time, 60% less energy, and 20 to 30% less cost, but also retain more nutrition. So all that food waste that can, whether it be thrown away and, and wherever we can freeze dry a bunch of it at a lower cost. Like those bits of carrots that stores don't want or apples that uh, stores and consumers won't buy and uh, get dumped or left to rot. And Timothy's company is doing that, making shelf-stable chips, not just from the apples, but sweet potatoes, beets, and other foods. And Child says the end product not only retains almost all the nutrients that were in the fresh product, but also smells like fresh. It tastes like fresh. It's amazing. And it has a long shelf life, can be shipped easily anywhere at any time. That's what's really super cool about this. It's fresh nutrition that's available anytime. And, and then also start thinking about disaster recovery, like all the stuff that's going to coronavirus in China, all the fresh, it's gone out of the store shelves, right? That's what's revolutionary about this technology is to be able to capture and store that nutrition to be able to be deployed whenever it's needed. So Timothy Childs says the possibilities are endless, uh, like the endless country music career of Tom T. Hall. There's a transition for you. Here's one of uh, Tom's old hits, a moving ballad, which has a motion and philosophy galore. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. <laughs> yes, that was a hit in 1975. Of course, back then, the beer choices you had available were much more limited 40 years ago than we have now. Today, in the U.S., on average, two new breweries open up every day. Now, that's okay. It gives Tom and everybody more choices of beer. But the brewing process itself produces in the U.S. billions of pounds of a waste product called spent grains. Usually, it's barley from which the sugars are extracted to make the beer, and the billions of pounds of barley become just a lot of waste product that has to be disposed of and can be an environmental problem. But some entrepreneurs are moving it from waste to taste. Waste to taste. That's Dan Kersrock, founder of his company called Regrained, which is essentially what they do. They work with breweries, taking in their used grains and such that they normally have to dump and regraining it. We stabilize it, then we dehydrate it, and it performs kind of like a flour. So it can be used in all 
kinds of applications, bakery, snack, sauces. They call it Super Grain Plus, and they've created and are selling in stores right now protein bars made from it and a new salty chip as well. We brought those to market in order to help educate the world about this new ingredient and what's so great about it. Because Dan wants to focus on selling the Super Grain Plus to others who will make more products from it, not just to make money. But also helping to support a more sustainable world. Timothy Childs and Dan Kurzrock, just two of many who are turning trash to treasure and bringing more nutrition to more people at the same time. This has been Agriculture USA. I'm Gary Crawford, reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Washington. Gary Crawford with that update for us this morning, friends. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. Nematodes are the invisible threat to tree nut orchards, which can cause yield losses of up to 50% annually. Protect your crops from nematode damage with Bellum One, a wide-spectrum nematicide that can be conveniently applied in season through chemigation, and you could increase your profits up to $475 per acre. With Vellum One, what's under your crop is under your control. Learn more at vellumone.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. While the volume of ag exports is projected to expand from 2021 to 2030, U.S. exports of major crop and livestock commodities are also expected to face stiff competition from other exporters like Brazil and the EU. Agrimarketing.com reports U.S. exports of corn and cotton are expected to remain the world's largest, but average U.S. market shares for nearly all commodities are expected to slip over the decade. Brazil is expected to expand planted acres, increasing export share of corn, soy, cotton, poultry, beef, and pork. Hailed as a defense against erosion and nutrient loss during fallow seasons, cover crops, according to USDA economists, are being planted on a larger portion of U.S. cropland than ever before. According to Agriculture.com, plantings expanded 50% in a five-year period, but still only 5% of cropland are sown with them, and incentive payments have been an important factor. Some 15.4 million acres were planted with cover crops in 2017. One of Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack's top priorities will be making sure Canada and Mexico live up to their promises under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. AgriPulse.com reports Vilsack met virtually with Canada's Agriculture Minister and Mexico's Ag Secretary in separate meetings last week. But Canada, Vilsack says, which the U.S. is already accusing of falling short in its dairy commitments, is the immediate priority. Nematodes are the invisible threat to tree nut orchards which can cause yield losses of up to 50% annually. Protect your crops from nematode damage with Bellum One, a wide-spectrum nematicide that can be conveniently applied in season through chemigation, and you could increase your profits up to $475 per acre. With Vellum One, what's under your crop is under your control. Learn more at vellumone.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Grape growers, you can't eliminate bloom diseases like powdery mildew and botrytis, but you can outsmart them. The Luna family of fungicides from Bayer provides you with two well-proven, high-performing formulations. Both offer multiple built-in modes of action for effective resistance management, and their different composition offers rotational flexibility for an enhanced IPM program. So give your wine grapes the protection they need through the season and for years to come. Learn more at lunagrapegameplan.com. Always read and follow label instructions. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. 
Big rigs and tractors in this valley get worked. So radiators get fixed quick or people lose money. Commercial Radiator gets that. So for almost 40 years, companies like MV Transportation, Fresno Equipment, Pape Trucks, and more depend on the pros at Commercial Radiator. Remember, at about 175,000 miles, your diesel particulate filter needs to be cleaned. It only takes about 24 hours, then you're good. Commercial Radiator, just off the 41 between North and Central on Elm. 233-0006. West Side Equipment Company, the leading manufacturer in tomato harvesting equipment for over 20 years, is now your source for pistachio harvesting equipment. Providing the same quality and reliability, our pistachio machines are built locally in Madeira and come with unrivaled service by the same technicians who build them. With 24-7 parts and service, we make sure your time is never wasted. Call today to schedule your free in-season harvest demo and experience what sets our equipment apart. Westside Equipment Company, 559-474-5060. Plug-in electric vehicles have become a new preferred style for disadvantaged communities. Hear it from them. Now that I have my Ford Fusion, I can plug it in at my house and no longer have to worry about gas. And I even got a promotion at work because I'm always on time and I'm never late. Thousands of Valley drivers are now in plug-in electric vehicles because they are efficient, reliable, and affordable. Now with my new Chevy Volt, I plug it in just about every night and I've been spending about $20 on gas every other week. Driving electric plug-in vehicles is the best affordable option on the buyer's market today. I'm so glad that I, I did it and purchased a, a Chevy Volt. I'm not having to ask people for rides. I'm actually saving on gas. Brought to you by Coalition for Clean Air as part of our mission to make electric vehicles accessible to all Californians and make every breath we take a breath of clean air. To learn more, please visit ccair.org forward slash clean cars. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. I'm going back to wrap up Ag Life for today. A couple of items in farm news. A suspension of tariffs related to a dispute over airplanes means for U.S. agriculture a reopening of some European markets. Rod Bain wraps us up today. A four-month suspension of tariffs related to an ongoing U.S.-European Union dispute on aircraft offers potential opening and expansion of markets for our nation's ag goods. To send a signal of potential opportunity for us to negotiate with the relaxation of the various tariffs that have currently been in place because of the Airbus and Boeing dispute. According to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, the recently announced tariff suspension means not only time for both governments to resolve the aircraft dispute within the World Trade Organization. For now, commodities and products such as cotton, hard red winter wheat, orange juice, cheese, and specific tree nuts can resume entry into the European marketplace. And regarding potential negotiations of trade agreements with the EU as well as the United Kingdom, maybe it gives us an opportunity to open the door with the understanding that any trade agreement must include open access to agricultural products in order for it to be successful. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. And finally, friends, as the world deals with continued African swine fever outbreaks, U.S. pork industry is working collaboratively to learn from what pig farmers across the globe are experiencing in hopes of prevention and preparedness. Dr. Lisa Becton, Director of Swine Health with the National Pork Board, says the goal of the pork checkoff funded research being 
conducted by the University of Maine in Vietnam is to look specifically at the survivability of African swine fever in compost. One of the concerns, obviously, is African swine fever, as well as how do we deal with this virus in our everyday procedures? And one of those led to the questions about the ability of the compost process to kill the African swine fever virus. So since we don't have the virus in the United States, we were looking to try to collaborate with an outside partner. Our researchers through the University of Maine had connections in Vietnam and initiated that project. And so right now we have everyone working together to really address this question of African swine fever survivability in compost being done in a country that is currently experiencing an outbreak. Although the U.S. is free of African swine fever currently, according to Becton, addressing the question of any foreign animal disease is critical for U.S. pork producers. Friends, Dr. Becton also points out that African swine fever is a disease of pigs and not of public health concern. Details about African swine fever and other foreign animal disease preparedness can be found at porkcheckoff.org. Well, friends, with that, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. We will be back with you tomorrow morning for another edition of AgLife.